Hello and welcome. My name is Michelle Wolf, and you are listening to the Move Forward podcast. Each week, we will be talking about living life to the fullest and making the intentional choice to move past trauma. I'm a registered massage therapist, a whole food lover with farm roots. It's important to slow down, take time for healing, and to incorporate proper nourishment through fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. During this journey, I'll be speaking openly about my personal experiences with cancer, loss of a loved one, wellness, and infectious optimism. Plus, you'll get to hear interviews with many truly inspirational and informative guests. We'll tackle each challenge with courage and care. Thank you for joining us on a mission to move forward in body, mind, and soul. Now let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Move Forward podcast. Today is another quickie where I will share with you a burst of information and inspiration to help you along your journey. Today I thought I would chat with you all about the journey of moving forward. The time and the space of what that looks like and how long it takes to move on from tragedy and hardships. And we can use this basis for any times that we face in our life, whether it's if we lose someone that we love or we're dealing with a failed business or we're going through maybe a health scare. Life has many different tough times that we go through, a lot of crap through the years. And so I like to talk about what that looks like. We often talk about the positive things in life and all the happy times and all the happy things that are going on. While I am a huge believer of that, and obviously I would prefer to have more of the positive times in my life, I do also think that it is important to share these hard situations and what that journey may look like. This is a way to normalize life and to help myself and hopefully a lot of you to also see the light at the end of the tunnel and to remember that we can push through the rough shit in order to get to the good stuff and maybe to even enjoy some of that good stuff while battling through the tough stuff. So back in January of this year, 2019, is when I first launched Move Forward. I had the idea of starting a podcast for maybe about six months or so, and finally in January, I launched it. I had eight episodes already recorded and ready to release, and I was ready to really give it my all. In the beginning, if you go back, you might notice that I was also really struggling. I was just coming out of what I would say the hardest year of my entire life, and I was honestly hurting. I look back now and I'm actually amazed that I was able to get this podcast out because I don't think I was able to do much else. I never really thought about it until this past week because I've really started to focus on my fitness again. Something I love so much and something I typically was so good at keeping going consistently through all of the seasons, but this last year I had really cut back. I was still moving, but not as intense or as I normally had been. So this week I took a very intense Pilates class on a reformer and I worked muscles that I truly didn't even remember about. And I also noticed that while I was doing this class, I struggled. I struggled to do moves that would normally be a breeze for me 
But because I hadn't been consistently pushing myself to my limits, this time it was very difficult. So this is where I started to look back at my journey and what I went through in the past six to eight months. Now, I don't recall what I've all shared with all of you guys, um, but some of you might know that last year, sadly, my nephew passed away. And obviously, this is a tragedy that will forever be a struggle. Another loss was the passing of my boyfriend's ex, which they have a child together. And strangely enough, she passed from the same thing that my mom passed away from when I was the same age as what my partner's daughter is now. So this obviously brought up a lot of past memories, which was extremely difficult, but also very healing. I believe while I've been helping this little lady through her journey of losing her mom, it's also allowed me to be able to heal my inner little girl. It's such a mind game, but also such a blessing in the strangest way. So this all happened, and then I had my own personal struggles and loss that I'm not quite ready to share with, but I will I will get there someday, guys. Um, then my sister's house burnt down. And honestly, this is just like the tip of this massive pile that just kept building and building and building up um, over these couple of months. Also, it was the winter time, so it was cold and it was dark, and I'm already not a huge fan of the winter, let alone while I'm dealing with this long list of emotional crap. So what did my days look like? Well, when it comes to work as an entrepreneur and having my own massage therapy business, I definitely dropped down my hours when seeing clients. I booked my days shorter. So I would have shorter window of when I would see my clients and I would see all of those clients in that day within that shorter window. Now, this is actually something that I've actually continued on, even though I have more energy now. I used to allow myself to put in like an hour or a couple of hours between clients just so that I could accommodate my clients more. But then I realized that I have other clients who could fill up those times, and so that would better accommodate me in my life, and so I've actually kept this valuable lesson, um, and I'm not wasting my time anymore, and I'm working within this specific window. So that's one thing that I'm actually pretty excited about and pretty happy with, and I've continued. So this is something that I would highly recommend any other entrepreneurs out there. I know that at the beginning of building a business, you need to really work at um, or you you need to really work whenever you can get the clients. But eventually, it is so great when you can actually design your days according to when it works for you. And this should be a goal if it's not already. Now, as for my workouts and my fitness routine, I was not in the mood to see a lot of strangers while I was going through this stuff, so I wouldn't go to the gym. I I didn't go to the gym very often. I went occasionally, but definitely there was a quite a few months in there where I didn't go at all. I was doing a bit of home workouts, but I was pretty sporadic on that as well and not very consistent like I normally am. I also found that walking and even just dancing in my apartment felt better to me than doing any hard workouts. So A, I didn't have the energy to push push myself, and B, I likely would have injured myself because my body was in a state of shock 
my nervous system was on overdrive from all of the emotional stress that I was processing. And I really needed that time to just work through that. So like I mentioned before, it's been about five to eight months now since all of this went down. And I'm just finally starting to feel like myself again. A few months ago, I started to work out a bit more, and I was also recognizing that I needed to get my eating habits back on track, but I still had some healing to do, and so I really wasn't sure to fully commit to my health and wellness. Actually, you know what? I'm going to phrase that a little bit differently. So during all of this tough stuff, I did always have an underlying commitment to my own health and wellness, but my goals had massively shifted. So I talk with you guys all about goals and having a commitment to ourselves with what we want for ourselves. This is a goal that we set for ourselves so that we have something to work towards and a purpose to push ourselves to accomplish things. During the different seasons of life, it's important to take a look at the goals and decide where you might need a shift in something. This is what I did. Now, I didn't sit down and actually write it out because I really didn't have the energy or and I also just didn't really care about doing that. But I did this just out of necessity, really. I always, always have health in the back of my mind, right? So I have adapted these life habits into my life, which are now normal to me because and and they come so much easier to me. I don't have to struggle with things like not eating McDonald's or going to fast food chains because I never do that. And I would never do that because that is just crap, right? That is putting something that is toxic and harmful into my body. For me, this is very important. And like I said, it's already ingrained into my life. So no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to stay away from fast food chains. It's just like drugs or any other harmful substance. These are certain things that I believe to be non-negotiables. I don't do drugs. I don't eat at fast food chains. And just as, it's just as simple as that. Now, just because I don't eat at fast food chains doesn't mean that I don't have other things that I'll eat and I know they can be bad for me, such as cookies or cakes. Sweets are my weakness. And I do believe that, it is, that it's okay to indulge in these things occasionally, although my cookies are actually pretty healthy compared to the cookies that you might get from a box. But the thing that I find is that when I'm stressed, and when I'm struggling, I, I'll eat like 10 of them, right? So this is my weakness. Yours might be the fast food. Mine is the abundance of cookies or sweets. We each have our own indulgences. So this is where I was recognizing that it was time for me to just get a hold of that cookie situation and to pull back the reins and to get it under control again. Okay, so back to the ghouls before I went on that fast food rant. Before my life got turned upside down, I had goals for myself. I had made a commitment to eating a certain way, and I had goals at the gym and for my body. I had been working towards certain health goals, and that gave me a reason and a schedule to work out and to eat a certain way. So when all of that went down, like I mentioned, it all shifted the goals I had were no longer attainable and I no longer cared about them. I had shifted my mind and my goals to just surviving, just 
getting by. I had the goal of moving, right? So truly and honestly, I started Move Life website. And I had the word move in it because I believe that no matter what, we need to just move. Stagnation is toxic. It creates cancer. It keeps us still. And it doesn't allow us to grow as individuals. So no matter what, I believe in just moving. So each day, my goal was to find movement in some way. I didn't care how hard I would push myself. I didn't need to have a six pack. I didn't need to reach a goal or how fast I could run or how many chin-ups I could do. I knew that all I wanted was to make sure that each day I had some form of movement in my day. I know that with movement, I'm going to be able to continue to push ahead to continue seeing change and to continue to see improvements in my mental state as well as in my body. We know scientifically that when we move, our bodies release a hormone called endorphins. And these endorphins actually reduce pain. So while I was in pain and suffering, I knew that if I could just move my body in some form each day, then that pain would decrease and the sadness would hopefully lessen and I would start to feel better. I wasn't worried that I wouldn't be able to move on. I wasn't scared that I was going to be depressed or not get back to my positive, happy state of mind. And I think I wasn't scared or worried because I've done this before. Remember, I lost my mom when I was eight years old. I was a baby. I lost the love of my life, my mom. The one person in life who will love me unconditionally more than anyone else that I will ever meet in my life ever again. I know I will never be loved like that ever again. And yes, that's really unfair and sad. But even as an eight-year-old, I was able to keep going. I was able to deal with that set of cards that I was dealt And not that I'm going to wish that on anyone, and I would take her back in a heartbeat if I could. But I also know that it has taught me how to overcome any other situation that comes my way. I was able to turn into a respectful, strong, resilient woman after losing my mom. So sorry, life, but I got this. I will take your crap. You send my way anytime, and it's only going to make me stronger. Each bullshit life struggle I encounter is just another piece to the puzzle of making me more of a badass woman. I know that I am. This is a choice that I made. This is a choice that I continue to make to be resilient, to be forgiving, to be strong, and to push through no matter what. So the timeline. How long does it take for us to move forward from the hard times? How long before we feel good again? Unfortunately, can't answer that one because I do believe that we each decide that differently from each other. What I will tell you is that no matter how much work you do, you will always have these triggers or these things that come up that may want to bring you into that deep, dark hole. But this is where, again, you will need to make the choice to continue and to pull your ass up out of that gutter. Literally, as I'm recording this episode for you, my dad texted me to say that he bought flowers for my mom's grave. 
So it's Mother's Day this Sunday, and all of you listening have actually already celebrated Mother's Day because I'm recording this the day before, Um, but for me, it's tomorrow. So I see this text, and immediately tears come to my eyes. And I am so thankful, and I am happy that my dad got these flowers and that he told me about it, but it's still a trigger. It's still a tough thought to process and to think about how fun it would be to be able to celebrate it with her. But I'm okay. And I am going to take some time to remember her. I'm going to likely text a few people that I know in my life who they've lost their moms. So this could also be a really tough weekend for them, right? And I'm going to keep moving forward because that's what I've decided to do. I made a choice many years ago to keep going, to keep striving for my goals and for a happy, fulfilling life. And I'm going to continue with these goals till the day that I die. It really is a choice that we have. Now, if you're in the middle of a tough season in your life, if you have some struggles on your mind, there are things that we can do to help get ourselves out of these dark times and to see the light. First and foremost, we have a choice. We have a choice to try, a choice to acknowledge that we're suffering and to choose to do something about it. First and foremost, move your body, do some stretches, go for a walk, do some jumping jacks, dance, whatever it is, move your body every day. I love getting into nature and being surrounded by trees and grass, the sun, So I would recommend doing that, and I find doing that in the morning is a great way to start the day, and then you have no time to second-guess yourself about going or talking yourself out of doing it. So go early, get it done, and often the world is so quiet in the morning, so it shouldn't be as overwhelming for you. Next, I would suggest talk to someone, whether it's a friend, a family member, a therapist, a priest. Talk to someone who will give you good quality feedback, someone who will listen and someone who is a positive in your life. If you talk to someone and they don't give you the feedback or the love that you might need at this challenging time, don't let that stop you. Just acknowledge that they are not the person that you need at this time, but you can continue to look for someone else who is. Find them talk to them and share with them how you're feeling and ask for help if you need it. Next, I would suggest to surround yourself with positive affirmations, maybe quotes, books, maybe even movies or podcasts that are positive and can help you move forward. Even this specific podcast, feel free to replay the episode and listen to other people sharing their journeys and their stories on how they are able to overcome the hard stuff. And just remember that we have a choice each day to get up and to face the hard times. And when you're feeling like you'll never be able to see that light again, keep going, keep trying, keep pushing and moving forward. You might not be able to see it yet, but often it is not that far away. You just need to keep moving forward. Life's full of surprises. And if you believe and if you make the choice to choose resilience, you've already won. So I'm sending extra love to all of those who are going through some tough times today. And I'm sharing with you all that love. I am so thankful for each of you for listening. And I hope that you all continue to choose to move forward. Bye guys. 
Thank you so much for spending your time with me and the Move Forward podcast. I am extremely grateful to each of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share this episode with someone you think would benefit. Also, if you could please leave an honest review by going to iTunes and leaving your thoughts and questions. Let us know what you would like to hear more of so we can continue to inspire and share with the world. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am forever grateful for this community that we are building and the individuals we are helping. Until next time, we hope you continue to move forward by choosing to move your body, your mind, and your soul. Thanks, guys.